You're listening to Got 'em Coach, the show that brings sneakerheads and ball players together. Now, here's your host with over 200 pairs of sneakers, Tyrone Smith. Yo, what up, y'all? I'm here to annoyed. I'm just feeling some type of way right now. So let me tell you what I just went through. I had the episode done. Like, done, done. Like, editing it 15 minutes, 15 more minutes to the episode was actually complete done. And the computer just crashed on me. No big thing. Anytime the computer crashes on me, I usually just turn it off. Or, you know, cuss off, cuss back on. And I load my software back up. And, you know, the files, my audio files are usually still there. So, I wasn't tripping too hard. You know, it crashed. It, you know, it actually it froze. And I, um, I just, you know, I did what I normally would do. I, you know, turned off my computer, turned it back on. And uh, went back into my audio that, you know, I recorded in, you know, to recover the files. And I went and did that. And I can't get the files back. So now I have to re-record the episode. And I feel some type of way about it. Because that first episode was freaking one hour And I was on hour three of my edit. I started editing the first episode at nine o'clock. No, ten o'clock. The computer crashed at one thirty. I've been trying for the past 20 minutes to get this episode back. But I can't get it back. So now, here I am, (laughs) back on the mic at 2 o'clock in the morning, having to put up another episode, and then have to go through the process of editing this episode. So pretty much, I'm going to be up for a while. (laughs) I'm going to be up for a while. But that's what they make juice and pop for, you know. Caffeine rush Cause I'ma need it Hopefully I ain't gonna need it because we are gonna try to keep this one Sweet, short, and simple So let's get straight into it man Episode number 28 Of the show With you guys Help me out once again And what do I mean by that I mean that you guys just Able me to buy a big dumb bag of Doritos and some Fritos chili cheese dip and I was able to partake on a feast of chips and dip but now the dip has been gone but I still have the chips and it's all thanks to you guys. Y'all the real MVP. Got him, coach.
Yes, yes, yes. And I am your host, Tyrone Smith, aka Rome to Exclusive, aka Mr. Hustle Bandit, aka Mr. Sneaker Bandit. Daytona 360, alive in the flesh. Y'all already know what I come to do. I come to give y'all that Dylan Dillinger hot fire once again. That H E A T. Y'all already know how it go. So man. I I'm, I low key feel some type of way right now. Like I'm I'm really really mad right now. <laughs> I'm really really mad. And I would have just said forget it and just like try to do it in the morning. But I I'm not I know I'm not gonna want to do it in the morning. So I might as well just do it now. Well, I still have somewhat of the patience to go ahead and, and knock it out. So here I am. But check this out, y'all. Um, I want to thank y'all uh, because guys help me get over 1000 plays of the podcast of the show hell yeah i think right now we're sitting on about 965 on soundcloud and that's just that's not including all the itunes and stitchers and all the other um other apps that we're on so we're gonna say that we're well over a thousand so you guys are the real mvps and i appreciate the love and support for the show whether good or bad anything is always appreciated appreciated you know you can't be you can't be uh so full of yourself to where you think that uh everything is supposed to go your way um and nobody is supposed to criticize everything that you do um you know criticism you know makes us all better somehow some way think it's made it's made my show much better from the first from the second episode to the 22nd episode to to now um everything about the show has just it's been better overall Uh, and i want to thank you guys because you guys have been able to um critique and you know give me pointers here and there on things that i'm doing or what i'm not doing or um whatever the case may be so i want to thank y'all for that um and for my appreciation uh over the past couple days i've been doing different giveaways um i did one on facebook um and we got a winner over there so you know shout out to that person um i'm I'm currently doing one on the snap on my personal snap um i got three finalists right now I got one going on Instagram and we're gonna try to get that one popping you know try to get something going on um for the particular the particular snapchat one because that's the one that's kind of been a little more active than the Instagram one so that's the one I'm gonna focus on this week um like I said I got three finalists three people who um, graciously participated in the uh in the snap and was able to answer a multiple choice true or false question right so um we about to i'm about to give them the the details on how they can possibly receive a a gift card up to 75 dollars um 
for the three who participated, you know, I can't I can't leave the other two out. So you know, I got something I got something planned for the other two. So um, here is the details of winning the seventy-five dollar gift card, courtesy of Gadam Coach. So I need three things. First off. I need a like on the page, on the Facebook page, at GEC325. I need a like on the Instagram page, at GEC325. If you are a tweeter, a tweeter, Twitter, tweeter, tweeter, Twitter, 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 <laughs> um, follow us on Twitter at uh, GotEmCoach325. So that's the first thing. The second thing is I need a share of the page on, on all sites I need to share on Facebook I need to share on Instagram I need to share on Snapchat you know you know just to just to help the boy out a little bit you know what I'm saying I, I greatly appreciate it that's the second thing the third thing and this is the thing that will probably get, get you the, the, the win um I need a a video of you redoing my intro because personally I think I got the I got one of the hypest intros out you know it's, it's hype I, I love I love the intro that I do hell um, yeah so I, I just want to see I want to see what you guys are able to come up with in terms of putting together an intro you know make it as funny as you can make it as unbelievable as you can because I ain't gonna lie when I do my intro, I be I be rubbing my feet, I scratch my knees, uh, I rub my elbows, you know, I, I do all kind of crazy stuff <laughs> when I'm doing my intro. So, what I'm gonna do is I'm going to put the intro. Should I do it now? Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do the intro now. I'm gonna do a word for word. Um, you know, you'll be able to do whatever, whatever. But you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a word for word. So. The intro is Yo 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 Welcome to Gotem Coach I am your host Tyrone Smith A.K.A. Wrong to Exclusive A.K.A. Mr. Hustle Bandy A.K.A. Mr. Sneaker Bandy Daytona 360 Alive and in the flesh And y'all already know what I come to do I come to give y'all that Dylan Dillinger Hot Fire That H-E-A-T and you got to put a lot of emphasis on it. <laughs> also, um, I do the I do the little the the little the little song sometimes. The spinning around the world, spinning around the world, rush to my hero, spinning around the world. If you can tell me what um what um um jingle. That is, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a kid's, it's, it's a kid's jingle. I, I don't remember the, the name of the, of the song that I, that I got that from. Um, if you can tell me that, I really appreciate it. But um, that's all I need from all, from my, uh, my Snapchat finalists. So uh, y'all get that to me as soon as possible, man. <laughs> Hopefully before the next episode go up 29. So, so let's make that. Happen. But um, what was I gonna do? I was gonna give y'all basketball news, but you know, 
it, 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 I don't even want to do it now. So we just gonna get straight into this episode, man. Got him coach episode number 28. Let's get it. Sit back and relax. Time to have some knowledge dropped on you. Alright, so episode 28. It was gonna be a two-part series. But from the looks of it, we may have to make this a three-part. Because I'm not about to go through the, I think I went through 16, 16, 17 teams. I'm not about to do that. Because the more teams I go through, the more teams I go through, the more, the, the more editing I have to go to and the more tired I'm going to be. I'm not about to do that. So, what I'm going to do is, I'm going to just break it, I'm going to break it down into three different parts. I'm going to do, I'm going to do... My one through five, I'm gonna do my top five trash. I'm gonna do that today or tonight. I'm gonna do that. And then next week, we're gonna do 15. I think I think I did 15 through six. And then episode 30, which is a motivation to get it cracking, part three. Um, we're gonna do the remainder before we actually do the um the episode because i i want to i want to get these out um i don't want to i don't want to i want to procrastinate on these i want to make sure that i get um, these out because i said i was going to get them out um, so we're going to make sure that we get we're going to get these out but first we, we're just going to do these we're going to do these top five uh trash dumpster doo-doo fire boo-boo juices <laughs> of nba team um so I think it was quite simple to be honest with you to, to, to pick five. Um, I, honestly, I think one of these shouldn't be in here because you already know how heavy I am on uh, one particular team. But these other four most definitely should be on this list. So when we think of teams that are in the in the cellar dweller or just you just you just don't know. First of all, when you think of music. You think of, of guys, you know, you say, dang, how is he so relevant? Or, um, dang, he fell off hard and he's still trying to stay relevant. Um, you think of that. And then I thought of, dang, these teams suck so bad that they're, they're, they're relevant for being trash. <laughs> so um, let's do my top five trash. My top five is in no particular order we do it chicago atlanta dallas sacramento and phoenix these are going to be my top five trash and i'm going to compare these five to five individuals in the music game everybody else i'm just kind of doing like record labels or crews or something like that but these particular five i'm going to do um music you know just solo solo artists mainly because i couldn't really find um I, at the time i didn't think i could find five garbage record labels but once i was able to once i did, really did my research I, I actually was able to find five garbage record labels but by that time i had already put it on, pa- on paper so it wasn't about to change it and um so we just this is where we going <laughs> so uh um so let's get into it man 
So I think I'm gonna start off with. I think I'm gonna start off with Atlanta. I think I'm gonna start off with Atlanta. So when I look at Atlanta, I look at how relevant they was for how relevant they've been for about eight, nine years. They've always been in the playoffs. Always a top four, five seed um, lately. Uh, just you know, consistent basketball. Um, a model, a model franchise able to bring guys in and kind of revitalize their career when you think of Kent, uh, Bazemore, and Tim Hardaway. Um, Paul Millsap had a resurgence as a Hawk. Uh, Jeff T, Kyle Korver, uh, Damari Carroll. You know, these are guys who were able to come to Atlanta, you know, and buy into the system that they were, that they have down there. It was able to be effective players. Um, now you look at this team, you, you think of what what once was because the team is just so bad. Um, you know they, they got a lot to look forward to in the future. When you look at Schroeder, you know, John Collins, but when you just look right now, this this team is just it's not, it's not nothing to write home about. So when I think of that, when I when I say that, I instantly instantly think of Ice JJ. It's JJ Fish, man. And the only reason I say that is because no matter if we want to admit it or not, you you gotta uh, you gotta accept the fact that Ice JJ Fish was a um, very trending artist at one point in time. He went viral um, just about for every song that he ever did. But for all those who laughed at him and said, "Oh, he's trash. He's the worst who ever do it," you know, he he secured a bag. And you know he was able to to get shows, and you know people people was interested in in, in the in the um in the in the fish brand. Um, now so you when you really look at it, he's not as popping as he once was several years ago. You know he's kind of taking that downturn. But uh, hey, <laughs> at one point in time, he was the guy, so you can't be mad at him. Next up. Um next up, let's go Chicago. Let's go Chicago. And when I look at Chicago, I look at a team that really don't know what it is that they're doing. And what I mean by that is um you you had a team by the couple last year, you know, who 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 clearly needed to rebuild. Um clearly need to rebuild, but they ran out and they signed Rondo. And they re- they they signed Wade. It ended up releasing both of them. I think at Rondo actually ended up leaving the free agent agency, if I'm not mistaken. But both of them aren't on the team. They traded Jimmy Butler. And you look at this team, and it's just it's just a it's it's a clutter. It's a clutter of positions. Chris Dunn is not really looking like the point guard who who should have been drafted top five. Um, Portis and Miritich had eight issues. Portis punching, um, punching, punching the lights out on Miritich, literally giving him a facial fracture. Miritich saying that he doesn't want to be nowhere near Portis. So it's just, it's just a bad look all around for the Chicago Bulls. They don't really know what they doing. So when I think of not knowing what you're doing, 
I think of Lil B. Now, I don't really know who Lil B is. I actually just listened to one. I've heard how trash he is. So I actually listened to one of his songs, you know, upon putting this episode together. So, Because I, I had to make sure that I wanted to use him. Um, and, and he stays because he's bad. <laughs> he, he's, he's garbage. So uh, he, I, don't, I don't think he really know what he wanted to do in terms of being a rapper. So uh, we'll, we'll just we'll just keep that in mind and we'll uh, keep going <laughs> to the next one. Next one. Um, let's go. Let's go Sacramento. So when I look at Sacramento, um, there's always hope. There's always hope. Just like it was hope this year when they went out and they signed Vince Carter, they signed Zebo, they signed George Hill. Initially, I looked at those signings for those guys, and I and I questioned, and I said, why would they go inside with a team that's clearly not going to be going nowhere, no time soon? Um, and particularly uh, Carter and Randolph, I, w- I would think that at this point in their careers, they would want to play for championships instead of playing for money. Which, I mean, you know, <laughs> you know. You, you you really don't know what, what athletes' real objective is. Everybody say they're playing for a championship, but I mean if it's if a team that's in the in the in the cellar, they offer you four, five more million dollars than a contender, you know, who you know is gonna be in the championship, you know, you're gonna take you're gonna take the money. That's just what you're gonna do. So I didn't understand it, but I understand it in, in, in some ways. So when you think of Sacramento, you just think they've been consistently bad for so long, so long. Ever since the Peja, Vladi, Bibby, Weber, Christie um, Kings, or even the uh, the Brad Miller, um, the Brad Miller led Kings with with Peja and all them boys out there, they 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 just been they they've been really really bad. You know, there's always hope, but then when the season comes, it's it's just it's just a consistent bad job. So when I think of being consistently bad, you have to affiliate the Sacramento Kings with 50 Tyson. You just have to. Now I give 50 Tyson credit. He, you know, you know, consider everything he go he's he's going through. He 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 chases his dream and he's got he secured a bag for it. So you can't be mad at him for that. But on the flip side, let's we, we gonna flip it. Every song that 50 Tyson has put out has been horrible. Can I be the one to hold you down? Was horrible. I ain't gonna lie, was horrible. Bouncing on her tippy toes was horrible. Um Twin Cities. Horrible. The Bow Wow, the Bow Wow diss, that was actually pretty good, but it was horrible. Um, so, 50 Tyson puts out consistently bad music all the time. So, when you think of consistently bad music, consistently bad basketball, hey, it's a match made in heaven. So, Sacramento, 50 Tyson, y'all, y'all, perfect fit. Now, let's go with, hmm. I want to do Dallas or Phoenix Let's go Let's go Dallas And when I look at Dallas I think of how consistently Good they've been um, Whether it's winning the championship Or winning 60 plus games Or winning division championships They've all, they've always been good for, for the mere About 
about 14, about 13, 14 years. They've always been in the playoff hunt. They've always been a, a legitimate threat for for the championship. But when you're good, you 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 know you you have to suffer. You have to suffer some because when you're a bad team, you suffer losing. But you 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 your reward is high draft picks, so you get high quality young players. When you're a good team and you're consistently winning, yeah, you're always winning. But if you're always eliminated, you know you you risk picking lower in the draft and not picking as high quality of player of a player than you would as it, than you would if you were consistently losing. You know what I'm saying? So so Dallas. Dallas just kind of got caught within the times, and you know they're they're kind of paying for it now, having to piece together a younger roster to kind of you know make you know try to be within the wave of what's going on in the NBA right now, and um, it's gonna take them a little minute before you know they can actually put everything together. So when I say that, hot at one point doesn't doesn't um adjust to you know what. What's going on today and kind of struggling, you know, I, I immediately, I immediately think of Soldier Boy because at one point in time, you was kissing your girl or your boyfriend through the phone. You was hopping out the bed, turning your swag on. Um, you know, you know, he had all you was cranking the Soldier Boy. You was Superman. You know what I'm saying? You was doing all that. You was doing all that. But. As times changed in music, you know his his style of music wasn't wasn't was popping no more. And as he tried to change his style to kind of to, uh, resonate with what was going on in the rap game today, it doesn't it doesn't resonate for him very very well. And you kind of see where he's struggling. Now you see he has to he has to uh, revert to beef with Quavo and Chris Brown and Shia LaBeouf and Lil Yachty and. DJ Academics <laughs> and all these other people, you know, just to kind of keep his name relevant because the music ain't what's popping no more. So keep that in mind. So that when you think of Dallas, you, you and, and Soldier Boy, that's that's a that's a common ground. All right, now last but not least, last but not least, let's go with Phoenix. Now y'all know how high on I've been on Phoenix. I feel like they have potential to be one of the better teams in the next couple years. And they're actually doing quite well considering the fact that they started out 0 and 4, 0 and 3, 0 and 4, and they was letting they was giving letting team score 100 and something points on them getting beat by 40 plus points. Um two actually 0 and 3 before Earl Watson got fired. So two of the three games they were getting destroyed by 40 plus points. And you know, Jay Trianos has kind of come in. He's kind of he's kind of written the ship for the Suns. Um, they're they're playing a little, they're playing better competitive basketball, with the exception of that ninety point embarrassment of a, a first half that they let Houston put up on them. Um, but other than that, they they've been playing really really well. So when I look at Phoenix, and when I when I look at Phoenix, you got to think of just like Dallas. Um, they kind of—I wouldn't even say that they kind of, you know, got caught within the in, within the, the time frame because you know they were really, really good at one point, and um, you know all their talent just got hurt and they had to trade it away and bring in different talent. And you've seen where the rebuilding stages begin. Now, when you look at this team now, they're drafting the right way to sac—you know—but they have to sacrifice losses 
you know, for the common goal of being a future dominant team. Uh, so when you look at Phoenix, you think of hot, really, really hot, one of the hotter, popular teams in the NBA at one time. Um, then they fall off, and now they're trying to build themselves back up to, you know, if not where they once was in terms of popularity, um, you know, just build themselves back up to being somewhat relevant. So when I look at Phoenix, I, I immediately think of Bow Wow. Think of how Bow, think of how popular Bow Wow was when he was young. He had all the girls going crazy, yeah, screaming, going bananas, you know. Um, <laughs> and then as he got older, uh, the music started to change. He was still a little more relevant, but now you're starting to see where he's not as relevant as he once was. I mean, he's relevant for maybe doing other things in terms of acting and, you know, different shows and things of that nature. But we're talking music, so we're talking in terms of music, he's not as relevant as he once was at one point in time. So, and he's trying to build himself back up to the, to the way where he can, you know, be relevant again. So, when, you, when I think of Phoenix and I think of Bow, I th- when I think of Phoenix, I think of Bow Wow. So that was my top five. Like I said, I had did my top five and I had went from fifteen to I think six, but I'm not doing that because that's just going that's just going to drag out and prolong. And like I said, I got to edit this up, and it already took me it took me three hours to get 30 no 40 minutes of the episode so i'm about to do that that. (laughs) at least not today but um before i go i i I have i got i gotta throw an honorable mention in um to the clippers because the clippers the clippers been playing trash and they was actually one of the teams i wanted to talk about but i'm gonna just i'm gonna put them in as honorable mentions um and I'm going to just compare them to Eli Porter just because I want to hear that Eli Porter snippet one more time, man. Go ahead and play that fuck. I'm going to let you know who the best by the hour. This is like Rosie O'Donnell at a bisexual bridal shower. It ain't nothing to me, man. I keep it for real. Look at this dental, man. Boy, Eli Porter, man. That was by far one of the worst rap battles in history. But you know what? I give, I give him credit, man, because my man, he was, he, you know, he was, he was... Just riding my man, you know, the host or whatever, you know, trying to be on his good side and all that other stuff. He came in, you know, he 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 spit, you know, had him running from the cat, man. (laughs) But um, check, yeah, that's my that's my top five with my honorable mention to the Clippers. So now I gotta cross them off my list so I don't put them in my uh, show next week. (laughs) So that has been the show. Somewhat. Matter of fact, let's let's touch into some NBA news. Um, as you've seen, there is no Cavs the world turns because the Cavs are actually playing well. They're on a five-game winning streak right now. They seem to have finally, you know, they're, they're finding their traction, which is good for them. Um, they came into Detroit. Little Caesars Arena, a game that I was actually supposed to go to, but ended up changing my mind and didn't go. Um, they came into Detroit and they put they 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 they, they, they laid hands on the Pistons like they they bullied like <laughs> like just straight bullied. And um, for the Pistons, this is this is an embarrassing loss because this is an opportunity to show that you are one of the contenders, could be one of the contenders in the East. And to put up that kind of performance 
against the three-time Eastern Conference champion was just embarrassing. Embarrassing. Um, so, you know, you know, they have to go back to the drawing board. They got another game with Golden State coming up, and I'm pretty sure Golden State is coming in with an attitude after um, blowing a double-digit lead against the Pistons and in, eventually ending up losing that game by double digits. So you got to think they're going to come in with some, uh, with some attitude. But then again, Golden State has been playing really, really no nonchalantly and just letting teams either blow them out the water in the beginning of the game and having to fight their way back or blowing teams out the water and um you know letting them you know letting them fight to where they have a, a chance to win um they were up 17 points against the celtics um last thursday and ended up losing the game because they took their foot off of the celtics throat and they let the celtics come back um, they had Brooklyn up by as many as I believe 20, 22, 20, no, 28 points at one point in time in the third quarter. And Brooklyn fought all the way back to get the game within four until Golden State was able to, until Clay basically won that game for Golden State. Steph had 39 that game, but he got fouled out, so it was up to Clay to really, you know, take over the scoring goal without Kevin Durant there. Um, Philly. Had a 23-25 point lead on, on Golden State at one point. And they had to fight their way back to win that game. So it's like Golden State takes these teams for granted and then says, hey, we're gonna turn on the we're gonna turn on our bravado and you know go ahead and pull out this win. But you know, you're not gonna be able to do that for the whole course of the season, man. Teams are really coming out there with their best game. Y'all have been defending, y'all been champions two out of the last three years. So, you know, teams are really coming out to try to prove themselves. And they come out there and they hit them in the mouth. And, you know, it takes Golden State a little minute for them to respond. Sometimes they respond back in the way they're supposed to. Other times they don't. But um, you can't keep going like this for the whole course of the year because you got you got teams on your, on your heels and, you play like a, a Houston or an OKC who could still be dangerous in that Western Conference or even the San Antonio, Minnesota. If you play these teams and you kind of go with that attitude, um, it, it, it can hurt you. It can hurt you. It can, it can really hurt you. So you got to be careful how you how you play going forward. Chris Paul. Chris Paul came back into the Houston lineup. And as I stated, he put it up. He helped the Rockets put up 90 points on the Phoenix Suns, 148 points altogether in that game, which just like that Pistons game against the Cavaliers was just an utter embarrassment. How does the Rockets put up 90 points in a game in a half? Like that's just that's just unheard of. Even in the NBA where, you know, Smith is much faster and everybody's shooting threes, so you know, teams can score many more points than what they did back in the day where it was more a little more slow, slow down drag out uh basketball but um i like what houston is doing in terms of playing chris paul and james harden d'antoni is looks like he's doing a good job of kind of keeping at least one of them in there with with, with the um with, with the first and second unit um and, and you know have you know letting one you know letting both of them play to their strengths you know with, with a certain group um, it seems to be working out effectively for them, so I think they should continue to do that. Houston is looking nice, man. Houston is looking really, really nice. I, I wonder how it was going to work, but I think that it could really work. It it's really, really working. So, 
you know, you got to get credit to Mike D'Antoni. Mike D'Antoni has done a great job with that franchise, getting them back into um, elite level. But when you really think about it, man, D'Antoni, he does a good job everywhere he goes if he has the talent. Um, New York, he ain't really had the talent. L.A., he didn't really have the talent. And then, you know, we've seen where he, you know, really was doing his best with Phoenix. And then, you know, he gets to Houston and um, he does a good job there, too. So, shout out to Mike D'Antoni and them, uh, them Houston Rockets, man. Um, let's see, anything else I want to touch on? Oh, Lonzo Ball, he got his second career triple-double. Um, shout, so, shout out to Lonzo, man. Uh, he is he still a, a top five rookie? I don't know if he's if he's top five. Um, I think I can name five rookies currently better than him: Ben Simmons, De'Aaron Fox, De'Aaron Fox, De'Aaron Fox, um, Louis Marketing, um, Ben Simmons, De'Aaron Fox, Louis Marketing, um, Dennis Smith, and um, well, I guess you could put him in the top five. I guess you could put him in the top five. So he he would be he would definitely be number five either number five or number four you know because I think those marking and Simmons and um oh maybe Jason Tatum you maybe you could put Jason Tatum in there you know maybe Jason Tatum is a better player right now but um Lonzo he still struggles with his shot he's still struggling with that shot but he's still able to do other things on the court that still keeps him effective um, an effective player that you would want to keep out there so. Last week when I said Rajon Rondo, I, I really meant Rajon Rondo because you're kind of seeing where his shot isn't falling, but he's still able to do other things to, you know, be effective out there. Um, what do I have to say? Yes, I talked about Rondo. I think that's it, man. I think that's it. I think that's all I want to talk about this week. Um, next week, I don't really know. You know, Wednesday is gonna be a win. Well, today. Huh. Today is going to be a heavy night of basketball, so, you know, I'll be able to catch up on a lot of games to give y'all some uh, perspective. Um, I might drop an episode. I might drop the uh, 29th episode on Thanksgiving. We'll see how that goes. But uh, let's get into this heat of the week before I ramble on and on about something I don't need to be rambling on and on about. So we're going to get into this heat of the week, man. Got him, Coach, episode number 29. Add some fire to your sneaker collection. This is the heat of the week. Alright, so Heat of the Week. It was actually a really it's actually a really good week for Heat. Really good week. So we're gonna start out with the Air Max Up Tempo Dornbeckers. Um this shoe was designed by Brody Miller. Brody Miller is an inspiring comic book artist fighting complex brain malformation. He drew inspiration for his bright blue up tempos from his alter ego generator man. The Letters BPM replace the typical air moniker seen on the uppers in Miller's design and standing for both Miller's and, you know, hold on. <laughs> what? Bro, what are you talking about, man? <laughs> oh, snap. Hold on. Let's, let's, let's try this again. Let's try this again. <laughs> the shoe was designed by Brody Miller, who is an expiring comic book artist fighting complex brain malformation. He drew inspiration for his bright blue up tempo from his ultra ego generator man. 
the letters BPM replace the typical Nike Air moniker seen on the upper in Miller's design. And the BPM stands for both Miller's initials and his and beats per minute. The design also features lightning bolts and vibrant yellow and red accents befitting of a superhero with a glow-in-the-dark outsole that reveals the phrase be strong. Um, shout out to Nike for these collaborations that they do um, with, with people who are, you know, fighting some type of, you know, sickness or injury or something like that. You know, they allow them to, they, they collab with these guys and they're able to really fulfill a dream and do something nice for them. So you, you got to give Nike the utmost credit and I'm giving them the utmost credit because they don't have to do the things that they do in terms of, you know, making certain things come true. But they really go out above and beyond to do such a thing. So you, you really got to give them credit for that. Um, next up, we're going to talk about the Yeezy 350 Boost Semi-Frozen Yellows. Um, the semi-frozen yellows is easily the loudest model that has come out of the illustrious partnership between Kanye and Adidas. The shoe has a lot of updates along its path to retailers as the initial glow-in-the-dark sole was replaced with a classic gum sole that doesn't exactly seem to belong on the bright yellow design. The highly anticipated colorway will be one of two Yeezy 350 offerings dropping within a week as the Beluga 2.0 is scheduled to hit retailers on November 25th. I'm letting you know right now, more often than not, you're not gonna find these in any retailer store. You're probably gonna have to find, go on some kind of pop, pop-up shop or Adidas website or somewhere like that. Or you're probably gonna have to hit the market, which they're probably gonna be about five to six times more than what you would've got if you would've probably went to like a pop-up store. So be warned in advance. Next up, we're gonna talk about the Nike Foam Posit Legion Greens. Um, dressed in a simple legion green and black color scheme, this Nike Air Foam Posit 1 features a black upper with the ender, in, ir, iridescent, iridescent finish on the foam shell. Um, black continues on the rubber outsole. I don't think we really need to talk about how dope foam posits are. Um, they really been they really been coming with the heat this year, um, so I'm expecting more from them. Next up, let's talk about the Air Jordan 12. Uh, I'm gonna call them the Cool Grays. I know they ain't the Cool Grays, it's not their official name, but they're gonna be the Cool Grays. Uh, featuring a dark gray suede upper with a matching textile overlay, Tonal Jumpman branded appears on the tongue along with metallic gold upper eyelets, originally made famous on the Taxi Air Jordan 12s. Completing the design is a lighter sh shade of gray on the outsoles with hints of tan on the black on the back pull tabs and right below the Jumpman of the outsole. Go go get those ASAP. <laughs> Next up, we got the Nike LeBron 15 Pride of Ohio's. The Nike LeBron 15 Pride of Ohio is a tribute to the home state of LeBron James that fans have come to expect with each new rendition of Jane's signature shoe. This year's rendition features a blended black and gray fly knit upper with deep red accents atop a tarp gray midsole. And a special nod to the land, the shoe's leather tongue pool tab includes a 216 moniker on the interior, the area code of Cleveland. 
Now, this is actually the first time that LeBron's shoe that was not the Air Zoom generation, which was LeBron James' first signature shoe. This is the first shoe that has actually made any of my list. So, you got to give LeBron credit for that. And that's really because I couldn't find a fifth shoe. <laughs> I couldn't find a fifth shoe to put on there. So, I just went ahead and I threw them on there. So, yeah. That's the episode. It's in the books. And I ain't got my juice and nothing with me. I left it in the other room. And I'm not about to go back there to come back to give y'all my sip. I'm just not going to give y'all a sip tonight. And we're going to end the show. And I am Tyrone Smith. And I am out of here. Hopefully my computer doesn't crash this time when I do this. When I do the editing on this episode. Because if it do, I'm really going to be mad. But hopefully we ain't got to go through all that. So episode 29 is in the books, man. I'm Tyrone Smith, and I'm about to be up out of here. And I'll holler at y'all next week. Peace. Thanks for tuning in. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at GEC325. And check out our website at www.gec325.com. Tune in next week for another episode of Got Em Coach.